0: Hello and welcome to a Taylor's Tales podcast, this is Chris's Corner, I'm your host Chris Taylor, and welcome back to a brand new episode. This week, I'm doing a nice on-the-fly podcast, talking about a multitude of things. First thing I want to talk about, though, that I recently saw at the cinema that I think will be in the title of this podcast video, it's Tom Cruise's Top Gun Maverick. Because you're in the uh, danger zone! What a film. It is something that is needed in the world today with the... covid pandemic had been brushed aside but recently in our minds and within a world of turmoil recessions negativity yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah in your ear all the time everything is constantly negative here is a positive film you go in you have a laugh there's some uh, crying moments there's you know you, you feel the emotions the sadness you've got some great laughs you've got some joy you come out of that cinema beaming the entire time I was smiling ear to ear watching that film it is one of the films the joys that for all ages you ha- if you haven't watched the original Top Gun the good news is that you don't really need to you can just go and walk into this film I've talked about previously with movies how for a movie to be top notch it has to be able to reach all audiences well this film hits every mark it is as hyped and you know the hype that's been set by the media is true it's it's hit that mark it is as well good as the hype that everyone's making out to be a hundred percent and more if you're like me who want to go into the cinema and you want a little bit of escapism you want to enjoy a little bit of a fantasy some joy some feel good vibes then this is the film for you it is one of those films that for me personally where the main character Tom Cruise who has just aged so well. He's he's amazing. He's just as energetic in this film as he was back in the 1980s when the the original Top Gun was filmed. For those who've watched the original Top Gun, there's some fantastic references throughout the film. It gets a little bit emotional when you're referred to to the previous characters from the previous films and you see a beautiful reunion between Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise's character and it is perfectly put together that's not a spoiler by the way Val Kilmer has very much been in the trailer and been in the uh, cast from the very beginning of the the film being filmed back in 2020 I believe it was either Mission Impossible or this film where Tom Cruise had to shout at some of the uh, crew for not wearing their masks properly because it was filmed during the pandemic Uh, and I can understand why this man clearly cares about the movies he makes and it really shows in this one and I do believe it should hit him as a person and as an actor, he may be doing some strange stuff with Scientology in the background we we all understand that (laughs) and that's truly weird let's be honest, but at the same time he's an amazing actor and what he puts on the screen there's i said this to my family when we went and watched it together no action hero has made it as long as he has no one's been in the film industry for this long and kept the success the bangers constantly going out each mission impossible gets better with the the like every time it is there's a new occurrence it gets better no film can say that when it comes down to sequels sequels normally are rubbish the original's fantastic and then the sequel flops with prime suspect Star Wars it just has been shown it, the, I can promise you this the sequels for Star Wars will not be remembered as loved uh, as the prequels there's no ch- children growing up with the sequels nowadays that are going to be like, you know, so there's some really good quotes in the sequels. It's just not going to happen. There's, there's no way. It's not like you're referring to some, you're playing Star Wars Battlefront with your friends and you're going to be making some high ground jokes. That ain't the case here. With Top Gun and Tom Cruise especially, it doesn't feel forced It feels natural, you watch the film, you feel like you're part of his life, and you feel nervous for every high and every low you're sort of with him throughout it, and you want it to get sorted out, and you're not sure where it's going to go, it's a beautifully put together film, it really is, with action packed, laughs, cries, Genuinely, there's something for everybody. I'm trying not to give any spoilers because I genuinely think you need to go to the cinema to really enjoy it. I believe that the cinema... I'll, I'll give it to you this way. I will watch it again. I will go to the cinema again. It's like the Batman for me. I will happily watch that in the cinema again. If they just chuck it out there... I'm one of those guys, like, if something's good, I will pay to see it. I will give you money to see it. I will give you high money. I'm happy to pay the premium to be able to see something good. Shut up and take my money. Quality film. That is not the case these days sometimes with cinema. They're just putting out something that can be mass-produced and mass-manufactured that can be used for everybody. It doesn't feel the case with Top Gun. Top Gun Maverick is actually a well-written film. Like, I wasn't expecting it. I really wasn't. I was expecting it to be, you know, corny, sort of you know, a rehash of the previous one, just the same story, the same everything. It's not really. Like, there's a similar storyline, but there's so much more edge to it. You're never sure where it's going to go. You're not sure whether Tom Cruise is truly going to have the same edge that he had in the previous film because of the the difference in age, the difference in story, the difference in who's, who the characters are. The supporting cast is fantastic as well, with Miles Tellers coming in and playing Rooster. Um, the previous Uh, Goose's son from the previous film but you don't need to know that because the film lets you know about these details. Now I'm a big fan of a bit of show and a bit of tell. I like a mixture of the both so the fact that they have to tell you these details does make it somewhat of a lesser film so you do have to take a couple of marks off it for having to tell some of the details rather than just show you them but there are some beautiful shots where you are shown pictures of Maverick and uh, some of the other characters without having to really tell you that they were good friends or tell you that they were, uh, there was a relationship with the, between the two of them. But there is also dialogue which brings that into effect. So there is a nice little bit of combination there. I don't think there's too much tell. I don't think there's too much show. I think it's a nice combination of the both. Anyway, I've talked too much about uh, Top Gun Maverick there. If you haven't seen it, please do. It is definitely worth it. And I do believe that it's, it's, it's saved, like, if... Everyone today who's felt like they've had a tough couple of years goes and sees this film. I guarantee you, you're going to come out with a bit of a smile on your face. You're going to feel a little bit more positive. Even if it's 0.0001% more, you're going to come out that much more positive. I promise you this. If you're having a bad day, please. If you're a cinema head, if you're a movie head, even if this reaches one person, please do it. You'll have a better day and you'll come out and you'll feel positive and If that doesn't do it for you, then I don't know what will because that's what the cinema is all about It's about bringing not just escapism, but also some positivity to your life Because there's so much going on in the world and people can get really into a rhythm of uh, uh, Just uh, in their lives I don't mean uh, in a negative way I mean, it's just a cruise some people are cruising through and sometimes you need to be up in the ante every now and then and doing something a little bit different and i know the cinemas are not necessarily that but the films that people are putting out onto the big screen that is up in the ante the creation the 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 putting together the editing the Hard work that these people put in for these films that, you, you know, over COVID, some of these people were still filming, risking a little bit of health, even though we know for a fact now that COVID isn't as dangerous as it was thought in 2020. There were still people out there who didn't know that at the time, still filming these films, thinking that they were risking their lives, which is, you know, bravo for doing that. So at the end of the day, appreciate it. Go out there. Up the ante. So that is something that I recently saw Top Gun Maverick and I oh, you know it's one of those things one thing that I've been really enjoying lately over the past month or so is not only the fact that I came back from Europe and the weather was amazing here uh I did have, there's been a few rain days recently and very British of me to talk about the weather I'm sorry for the all of you who aren't uh but it, it puts a smile on your face it really does brighten up your day uh, for me I love being outdoors when it's like this. There is the the one thing about... Not having to work at the moment, being working for yourself and being able to take some time off is the fact that you can uh, appreciate the outdoors and be outside a lot more uh, and be in the sun and get some really good vitamin D healthy for you to make you feel a lot better. I can tell you now, a morning walk will change your mentality. If you're not doing it already, please do. It is one of those things that really does change your mindset. If you just wake up and you go to work and then you go to bed, you know, afterwards, like if you're doing the same routine every day, and you're wondering why you're finding it difficult to to get into that positive mentality sometimes just getting some fresh air going for a 20 minute walk and coming back and then going uh, into work afterwards or starting your day it really can change how your day goes and how well it goes now i don't know the science behind that but i know there is some good science which i probably should have looked at before i did this podcast but like i said it's on the fly it's these these little things for me personally, what I do find is like the elevation of oxy- oxygen kind of like gets to my brain and makes me start thinking clearly. You know, you when you've uh, been sleeping in a room, I have an air filter over here to circulate air throughout, you know, get some clean air going as well as having the window open, which I find that helps. Uh, but even then, you're sleeping in the same room and it's the same air. And I do believe there's some science behind that that would say that you may find yourself a little bit more drowsy in the morning. And, and that to clear that drowsiness, you can't just go straight to caffeine. You've got to go and try and get some fresh air. Now, you know, one thing that everyone does in the morning if you're commuting, the good thing is that you're going to be walking to the train station, walking to the bus or walking to wherever. If you're just jumping in your car and going to work, you're missing that a little bit. So for those who commute, you're already one step ahead of the game. You're already getting your steps in, you know, getting your 10,000. And if you're not getting your 10,000, please do. That is something in my previous podcast I did uh, with the uh, video compilation of Will Tennyson. If you haven't seen it, please do. That was a a lot of fun to put together. Uh, It's talking about how the simplest thing you can do to lose weight or to be a little bit healthier is to get your 10,000 steps in a day. So if you're at that, you know, 2,000 or 5,000 mark per day, you double it. You know, get that extra walking in because it will uh, be time for you to have some quiet time on your own. Number one, which is a lot of people find difficult nowadays, you know, to to have that time alone or maybe they're scared of it. That's really uh, something that I have noticed is that some people can't be alone, which to me is foreign. I never understand that personally. I think time alone is it's just the best way for you to be a good person because you reflect upon the things you've done. But also for you, if you've got family, if you've got kids, if you've got anything along those lines, time, having time alone on a walk in fresh air, whether it be night or day, whether it be evening or morning, you're going to be able to clear your head. And maybe if you're angry, if you've got some emotions, if you're high, if you are anxiety, any of these things can be sort of pushed down a little bit, calmed down, and sort of thought through. And by thinking it through, you'll be able to make a solid evaluation of whether your emotions and whether your uh, actions were valid. And that's something that's very much uh, important to becoming a better person. Number two, it's just good for your health. Let's let's be honest, Like you know, just getting out and going for a walk and getting some steps in is good for you. Now I'm not saying do this or you're going to die at a very really young age. No, he tired of playing with you. Today yo you're gonna die. It's not that at all. It's very much so that if you want to help yourself, if you want to, it, it, this is the first thing: is you've got to want to be changed, want to change first. You've got to want to be able to to move forward. I talk about this all the time, and I know people get bored of it very easily, but. By doing these things, you will find that you are better around other people. I think that's another third thing. People are going to like you more. That's a good thing, isn't it? You want to be liked. You want to have friends who actually want to be around you. Family members who aren't bored of hearing the same thing over and over again. (laughs) I'm just kidding. That's me all the time. Um, Damn, this mother... (laughs) won't shut up. Uh, But this... It's important to get these things to be able to clear mind. One thing that I noticed recently and when I was editing one of my podcasts is when I'm tired, I will be, when I'm pausing, I will have the word like on my mind uh, as a sort of pause word. It's when I'm tired, when I'm not fresh that I refer to these pause words, these ers, these ahs, my brain's not firing at all cylinders. But here and now, when I'm fresh, when I'm ready to go, when I'm rocking and rolling, when I've had my walk, when I've done my exercise, uh, and when I've talked about Top Gun Maverick, uh, I am on fire and clear up here. Now, if you were to compare me now to my previous self, back when I was younger, this wouldn't be the case. Uh, I think I should have a little pot where I put a coin in each time I say um uh like (laughs) that would fill up fast I can tell you that now this would just be like see see (laughs) oh my god it's so funny when you start really picking up your linguistics as well that's another thing if you've ever listened to yourself speak for me I hate my own voice it's very difficult for me to edit that's the hardest thing is hearing me speak it's like hearing nails on a chalkboard now i used to like there as a way as a comparison don't use that as a pause word okay uh <laughs> point being is good to take breaks and to pause now for me my brain as i've said multiple times and i think a couple of my close friends as well have this as well your mind's whizzing you want to get that that thought out before you lose it It's okay to take a pause. I've talked about this many a time and I will continue to talk about it because it's good for me as much as it is for the audience, I think. But who knows? Moving on from walking and getting 10,000 steps in and uh, genuinely enjoying peace and quiet and being alone and solitary, that's really important to figure out where you want to be. I've never been more excited about the next phase of my life. And I'll talk about it more later in future podcasts probably after episode 100 or something along those lines but i've got a few new projects coming up new uh th- things that i will be doing new jobs well job i should say plus uh all of these different he used it again <laughs> i'm gonna be highlighting this i should have like a count in the top top right hand corner here each time i just say it uh but it's in moments like this where you are in between jobs or in between phases of life where you can really focus in on what you actually want to do and what you don't want to do everything becomes very clear to you on what you love and what you don't love how important is that can you say to yourself what you would do effortlessly every day for the rest of your life i can name four things off the top of my head that i know for a fact i can do day in day out without even really thinking about it i can work out i can love to travel that's easy for me i i without even thinking about it i, I, I can book a ticket today and be in hawaii tomorrow you know without even thinking about it i love to make these videos on youtube and on my podcast effortlessly for, for me perf- there's effort to putting into it but i love doing it to the point where i can just see myself doing it for the rest of my life sort of thing number four is writing reading these th- sort of things as well i can easily do these day in day out without really effort but i don't think i would have discovered these things had it not been for the pandemic and had it not been for me really f- focusing on what i love to do i i it's so important to understand that, uh, and a joy to to truly get it across to other people. And I doubt that many people can understand that because we don't always look inwards. We're always looking for that external. We're always looking for that thing, that person to come into our lives and tell us, "This is what you need to do." Instead of thinking to yourself, "Maybe I need to do this. Maybe I need to do that. Maybe I need to." Go after that project, start playing that musical instrument, chase that dream I have, quit this job so that I can finally pursue something i'm I really want to enjoy. take some time out to really think it through. you know uh, it's It's really scary, obviously, very scary for many reasons, because not everyone's as lucky as me in the sense that I can take time out and do so without having to worry about the repercussions. but like I said it is important to be able to understand what you want and what you are going to do about it. By doing so, you'll change your life because you'll actually understand what you love and what you don't. And that makes it a lot easier to be around people as well because you don't have to pretend to be someone else and enjoy what other people love. You can just be yourself. And then people can either love you for who you are or people will move on. And that's also an excellent thing because then you're just surrounded by people who, who love you and who, who are going to call you on your bullshit. But they're also going to tell you that, you know, they understand who you are by now. It's, it's good. It really is. It's a fantastic phase in life where you're in your late 20s and there's so much excitement. You know, there's so many things to look forward to and there's so many things that you've done already. How crazy is that? No, nothing makes me happier than knowing that I've put so much hard working. Like, I I say to myself when I'm running, and this isn't necessarily true, but I just think to myself, I'm the hardest working person there is. I'm the hardest working person there is. There's no one who works harder than me. There's no one I know who works harder than me. And I'm just saying that to myself because it's just like one of those mental... It helps me go that step further. If I'm running 13 miles and I want to get below, you know a 740 a 745 pace or if i want to get ex- extremely fast i want to get that really race pace then you have to have that edge mentally you can't rely on music cuz i listen to the same music over and over again so there's nothing really needing to be there it's just sort of noise in the background there to to enjoy rather than to motivate i, I would have lost i would have nowhere run as many. i wouldn't have run as many miles as i had had it not been uh, for the music. But at the same time, I can imagine myself being a little bit of a psychopath if I didn't listen to music and just running without music, which I can do. And believe it or not, I run faster when I run out of, when I don't have music in the background because I'm just using my mental prowess, which has been like honed in for so long. I think this is something that I've got in the top left-hand corner here, mama mentality. I'm reading Kobe's book, and there's a lot to relate to for me there's this repetition over and over again doing the same things over and over again and if you can do that and they're healthy for you and they're good for you and you like them but i, sh- I shouldn't use the words like them you don't like them some of them are hard some of them are tough but if you can get through that phase then you're going to make uh, your life a lot better and i don't know whether that's true or not i'm just doing what i think's right. And we don't know outside of our own world what is right and what is wrong. We know the basics. We know things that we shouldn't do and we should do. But we make decisions based off our experience and what we think the future we want. And your future may be very different to my future. And I'm gonna do what's best for me. And I think you should do what's best for you. And that's not none of this. In introspective bullshit, but at the same time, it's also helpful to know that someone else is going through stuff. You know, it's I. I don't know many people who, for me personally, I don't know many people who've done what I've done, and I don't know many people who are going through what I've gone through, and that's good for me. That's if if people were telling me like, oh what you're doing is crazy. What you're doing, is psychopathic." Like, for me, said like again. <laughs> cut <Calm> my tongue <laughs> one of those days today one of those days you have to bear with me for me having those th- that thought process is good because it keeps me going it's not true it doesn't have to be true but what it can be is a driver having that thought process of people saying stuff who don't exist it's nuts isn't it it's crazy but if you can have that and know that it's in your head it's imaginary it's this imaginary person telling you you can't do this you can't do that you're crazy you're nuts you're like people think you're you're nuts for doing what you're doing just doing the same things day in day out crazy workouts like getting you know shredded summer shredded all these things and eating the same things and doing the same routine and traveling the world and not doing what everyone else is doing you're you're crazy there's no one out there actually saying that to me thank goodness my good god like can you imagine how boring that would be hearing that all the time but inside my head i use that and i doubt many people can relate to that and i'm sure that's that's fine but but that book up there if you haven't read it and you want to get inside the head of somebody who is trying to better themselves i think that's what kobe's all about is that he just used this raw drive to want to be the best and I want that too and I love that and I don't think many people can understand that but it is what it is and you move on from there. So moving on I want to talk a little bit about summer shredding as I was just like I was mucking about but I'm also quite serious in that at the moment is that I've since my video I did on full day of eating I have been following a really solid diet i have been really cutting the weight i've gone from 87.5 kg all the way down to 85.3 kg dropping around a 2 kg and over um since that video was put out back in i want to say may so it's over a month and a bit's time so a a good chunk of time to be able to lose that solid amount of weight Uh, and it was all good because i'm feeling good at the moment i'm feeling clear i'm feeling energetic what i am finding as well is that i'm looking better i'm looking leaner i'm looking uh, more muscular for me personally i'm gonna do a full video on this as well i'm gonna go through my diet again this time in a little bit more uh, detail and a little bit more fun because last time i was like he's just eating and then he's just showing him eating it's weird like he's putting it together and then he's i want to put it make it a little bit more uh, enjoyable for the viewer uh, even though it did quite well as a video so I think that's the main thing, but also I wanna go through what you can do at home, what you can do when you're in the gym, what you can do uh, when you're sort of restricted in, how you, in what you eat when you're on a deficit in this case. But I think a lot of it is quite simple and it's quite easy. But I'll do a whole whole video on it, but I have been going on this period this period of time where i have been cutting and i think i'm going to continue to do it for a while now because i'm feeling really good and i want to get to that point where well, i'm you know enough's enough that's that's the lowest you can go when it comes down to calories and the amount of walking i'm doing and the amount of exercise i'm doing where you can't do anymore and it's, it's a little bit too much because what i want to do is be able to replicate it into a full i do a nine-to-five job and then i also have all of these things going on around it and be able to execute over and over and over and over and over again and not have to wor- worry about it because I listened to uh, Cam Haynes's uh, most recent book uh, that he put out which is brilliant by the way I listened to the audio book behind it I didn't read it I'm going to read it as well uh, and it's really really good as you can see guys I am sticking with my uh, minimum pages at five I'm doing five pages of each book a day and that that minimum for me works it's 15 pages you know a day of a book i was doing 10 pages previously i've upped it to 15 and it's really keeps me going through books quite quickly uh, and it also i'm also listening to books so i did ready player two and then i've also done cam haynes's most recent book uh, and his his book is fantastic because it shows that he's doing everything that everyone who's normal is doing doing the nine-to-five job and then plus on top of that he's got his family and then plus on top of that he's got his running and then on plus on top of that he's got his archery and then on plus on top of that he's lifting weights and he's doing all these things within a 24-hour day i loved his his explanation for why he still does his nine-to-five job he says he does it because not only number one he does he fear that he's someone's going to figure out the He's not good enough for the sponsorship deals. He's not good enough for the podcast. He's not good enough for all these things, which is not true at all. He is good enough. He is beyond the best. He is brilliant. All his hard work is there on the internet and shows what you can do when you are given time and are willing to put in the effort. But he's also an all round fantastic person who's very humble. And I think that's why he he believes this imposter syndrome behind it but i think his second explanation is that he wants to grind it out and he wants to show to everybody that you can do all the normal stuff plus more and still you know get extraordinary results which is exactly what he's got he's got extraordinary results with the amount of bow hunting he's done the amount of miles he's put in all the marathons all the ultra marathons he's completed uh the all the weightlifting he does to be able to maintain that as well he is what i aim to be a hybrid athlete he doesn't just lift weights he doesn't just run he does both and then he does bow hunting on top of it by doing so by doing these three things he makes himself a better athlete because he's an all-rounder he can't if you just run you will find at some point you can't run, you get injured because you aren't balanced. If you just lift weights, at some point you're going to have heart issues because you have no cardiovascular system. And then if you do both, you get the best of both worlds. And you can make better gains in both running and in weightlifting. And that's what Cam Hain shows. He shows that he gets up early to be able to get the running in. He gets he goes to bed later so that he can be able to get the weights in and that archery in and he repeats and this is what i'm looking at the systems that these successful people put in place are accessible to everybody everyone everybody can access them access them sorry (laughs) but everyone can access them and if you just have And this is what I'm excited about as well. The next 10 years of the implementation, the execution, I put the foundation work in for the past eight. Now it's time to execute even further and see where it takes me. And it's just this excitement of seeing the previous people who've executed it really put it in place and seeing the success they get out of it. And that's what's exciting is that the repetition, the determination, the hard work, and the continuation of all of this, to me, it's just it just points one way, and that's forward, but also towards success. So f- for me, I love I love reading these stories because, and, I, I, and this is another thing I've been doing recently, is I practice gratitude for these stories. I practice gratitude because the science behind it, Andrew Andrew Huberman podcast if you haven't heard of it fantastic podcast that uh, goes through the science and the sciences of certain practices the the podcast i listened to by him about gratitude and the way it elevates you as a human being and promotes benefits that i don't know the insides and out of please listen to the podcast if you want the actual proper details behind it but the you know layman's terms behind it were that if you practice gratitude based on stories rather than on events of your own life if you practice on stories that you heard or things that have inspired you then you get better benefits and I've been taking like David Goggins's story Cam Haynes's story Kobe Bryant's story and any story that inspires me to be a better person I will take it and I will practice gratitude for it be grateful and, ex- and write it down and write down why I'm grateful for it and how that's benefited my life and how i'm going to be a better person because of it and why i'm going to be a better person because of it and i find myself feeling so much positivity behind it you know i think that this is it this is the the moment where you realize that promoting gratitude towards other people is better than feeling positivity for yourself i don't know how to explain that thoroughly you can feel really good about yourself all the time, but if you can actually provide someone else with a po- positive day, that's so much more... I feel so much better when I make someone else's day better. And I don't know why. I think it's very human to feel that way. I do I do think this is where giving is better than receiving. I think that's always been the case for me personally, but for the human race you will see that giving presence is so much more Gratifying that it is receiving presence, but that's just me, and these are just theories that, well, I say theories. I've practised everything I've preached, by the way. Everything that I say on these podcasts, I've done it already and it's it's been executed multiple times over and over and over again. Uh, and if I don't know the science behind it, it's purely because I haven't <laughs> gone out beforehand and researched it. But you know for a fact, guys, that when it comes down to some of the other podcasts where I have researched the history or the science or the person I'm doing the compilation on, you'll see that I'll have notes and you'll see i have practised. But these on the five podcasts, you you can't rely on my uh, things. Behind I should be coming up. With these uh, university-related uh, topic links at the bottom of each podcast, <laughs> but I can't be bothered, <laughs> oh, dear. But that's uh, that's life, isn't it? Really, you you really have to um, lay the law down for some days, and and others you uh, you put in exit you execute and you go hardcore team deathmatch, basically. Hardcore team deathmatch. So uh, this is a really good positive place to, to end it with with that message of practice gratitude. Um, Watch Top Gun Maverick, practice gratitude, find out what you love and really specify why you love it and whether you could do it consistently for the rest of your life. Number four was the fact that being on your own can really help. Getting those steps in is going to make you healthier, and better, and elevate you. Uh, and number five is just find ways to remove negativity from your life as well and figure by figuring out the previous four steps you will actually automatically do it so you know there's some five you know it's not the five rings of power it's not the the five rules for life but it is five points that i've come up with on the fly today Uh, and i hope you've enjoyed it as always but if you haven't please tell me why if you've got this far, you deserve to, to comment down below. Anyway, this has been the Taylor's Tales podcast. This has been Chris's Corner. I've been your host, Chris Taylor. And as always, I hope to see you this time next week. Bye now. you all in my ear talking a whole bunch of that I ain't trying to